is a magical operation of maximum importance. The initiation of a new Aeon. When it becomes necessary to utter a word, the whole planet must be bathed in blood. Ah yes, welcome to Dead House Whispers. <laughs> Hello, hello, and welcome to Dead House Whispers. Greetings. Uh, yes, and today, uh, like always, I am Calypso, uh, Faceless Mike, as usual, and today we are also joined by Golden Zant once again. Um, and for those of us joining us for the first time, uh, we are talking about Dead House Sonata and everything to do with it. Dead House Sonata is a spiritual successor to Legacy of Cain. It is a narrative-driven action RPG in which you play the undead, Fighting the Living, an unstoppable force from Dead House. Um, Dead House Sonata is uh, development is leading on PC and will support all major platforms. You say, you say that because we've been asked questions about what defines major platforms and uh, not Stadia. <laughs> yeah, right, right now the Google Stadia thing is up in the air or not at all. I'm unsure, but it will be on. Oh, you know, I've seen so, I like the everything. fact that I've seen companies starting to pull out. Like that Bomberman one that was meant to be exclusive to Stadia just released on Switch. So, oh, mm. oh did they? Mm. Poor Bomberman. <laughs> um, yes, but uh, welcome, welcome everyone. And today, what's our topic today, Mike? It is death is a card dealer. Death because card dealer. we found out finally, or rather, we could talk about it publicly, <laughs> right, Zach? Uh, about right. what the what the skill system was for Dead House Sonata, and it's cards, but it's not a card game. So, Calypso, do you want to try? Give an overview of the Deadhouse Sonata skills and abilities. I will. I will attempt it. I will attempt it. Hello, Wyvern. Hello, uh, Ian. Hey, Ian. Hey, hey, Safi. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Um, so yes, the Deadhouse skill system uh, or tarot system, I, I guess I'm going to call it, um, is it's super super unique. Um, it's kind of like rather than your basic. RPG uh, skill trees. Um, it's a it's a pack of cards. It looks like a tarot deck, um, and you have your abilities. And within those abilities are your skill trees. So rather than you being a, a vampire and then you know having a skill tree that has your uh, that you pick your abilities from like werewolf form or bat form or mist form or like flay or other other like slashing abilities and stuff like that, it's you pick those. And then rather than, than customizing, um, having that just be your base, it's you can customize and stat those out instead, if that makes sense. So it's like a skill tree within a skill tree, <laughs> essentially, sort of. Do you know something? We'll make, we'll make it a little easier. We'll throw up a picture. Yeah, let's do we'll that. Throw, throw up a little picture. So essentially what it is, is a normal RPG is, we'll use World of Warcraft for an example, because it's nice and basic and easy to explain. In World of Warcraft, you play, let's say, a warrior. And the warrior has the option of three skill trees, depending on what way you want to spec. There's kind of like a DPS one, a tanky type of one, and so on. So as you level up, you get skill points, you put them into the tree, you get more skills and abilities. In Deadhouse, uh, that's going out the window. No skill tree for you. Well, not for your class anyway. Uh, there's going to be tarot decks. And what happens is 
each card will be an ability. So one that was given us as an example yesterday is the dance macabre, or like there could be, there's many others, like to be drained blood, there's exsanguinate being one of them. Again, all placeholder type stuff, but that would be an ability you would have. So the dance macabre would be like a slashing combo type ability. That card, when flipped over, will have its skill tree on the back. So for every skill in the game, there will be a skill tree rather than for every class. And that's I think we need to find a different name for the skill tree within the skills. I've uh, called them temporarily the talent skills, uh, the yeah. talent tree. Yeah, talent, 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 talent tree, tree would work better. Talent yeah. tree works. <clears throat> yeah. Each skill has its own talent tree rather than the character having a talent tree. Yeah which it's super it's 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 really different it's i've never seen anything like it i at least i don't think i've seen anything like it um it's something that is just it's it's one of those i think at least i'm having trouble really fully grasping it until you know we see it in full action and everything like that it's gonna be one of those things that i think people are going to be questioning for a while until you see it you know you got to see it to believe it right Mm -hmm. um, and to like really understand it, but I do think a tarot deck system is freaking rad. Um, uh, I, I, I ain't even said it. Yeah, yeah. I, I is one of the most coolest parts of the DHS. Totally, they like it's meant to be. So you've got a list, a list of abilities or a deck of abilities, shall we say? And you mm -hmm. will collect these from various points, drops, boss battles, new areas, things like that. And then what you do is you have a hand. And as you fit, you fill out a hand. So one of the examples shown yesterday was the vampire and he had seven cards. So that's seven abilities the vampire can use. So that's your hand and you can swap them in and out on the fly. And then your deck will grow as you get through the game. And as you have these abilities leveling up, each one of them will get their own skill points that you'll be able to modify them like a normal talent tree, which I think is great. And the idea that each class will have its own deck, they'll all yeah. be separate. Yeah, I think that'll be really cool too. That'll be really cool. Um, and then it's a, a Wyvern Tamer. I am also looking forward to the physical tarot deck from the Founders Packs. Yes, that oh, is something like, I am also looking forward to. Um, if you guys oh, don't yeah. know, you can go on to uh, deadhouse, deadhouse.com slash store, I think, um, mm -hmm. and uh, get up a, pick up a Founders Pack. And uh, one of the Founders Packs includes a physical tarot deck that will be specifically special for that founders pack only won't be anywhere else it, that kind of stuff It'd be really cool and i wonder if that tarot deck within that founders pack is going to be in game also like will that be i think the tarot for the people who own I the tarot think, decks i think the tarot deck is going to be from the game not that that tarot deck is going to be in the game they're going to be making one from it yeah. yeah, I think if the one from the founder's pack will be different. Dennis specifically mentioned it uh, being as the old world tarot deck. Mm, which will cool. make a lot more sense a bit further down the line. And I just have to laugh, Calypso, you sound like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go buy a founder's pack today. Go buy a founder's pack. There's plenty of links down below. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's it's just it's super cool. I think um uh something something uh, uh you said earlier, uh, Mike, or, or like a cool example for it would be like a for mist form, like you have the ability of your mist form, right? Mm -hmm. And 
um, within that mist form is the skills for mist. And like when you pass through someone, you know, you might get the ability to set them on fire when you pass through them as mist or, or freeze them or poison or, or freeze them like or poison that. them, something like that. You know, the, you can activate mist for longer. It can drain your um, mana uh, pool less, um, everything like that. And I was also kind of right. I'm so glad we got to see this now because I was also kind of right in my theorizing that it'll play sort of similar to Blood Omen 1 where you have all these skills and abilities, you have access to them in real time um, completely and you can swap them on the fly and it'll, it'll be like, it's like an updated version of how the combat works in Blood Omen 1 and how the skills I, and everything work. I love that in Blood Omen 1 where you just walked along and it's kind of like, I get to choose how you die. It's like, flay or, yeah. you know, all yeah, these things, it's like you're kind of running along like, it's not when they die it's i'm deciding how like some kind of weird demented dark god i was thinking about the tarot deck and the way that i envision it is as an amplification of existing powers mm. so Dennis mentioned in the after party yesterday right after the stream that each class has innate abilities like the vampire can always suck blood yeah. uh, and each of them will have their own unique things and the cards, they create variants of those innate abilities. So exsanguinate from the name, we can imagine that it will be an improvement of the blood suck ability that allows you to, I don't know, get blood from lots of units like we've seen in the earlier videos. And uh, that's very cool about them. I really that, like this. That leads up the question, though when you're dealing with like your own card loadout. One, it throws the idea of metagaming in the bin because there's far too many variables. But secondly, how many cards do you want active abilities versus passive abilities? You know, because you will use a card slot for a passive, a more passive ability because let's say like, San just mentioned exsanguinate. It's that's going to be a play on your blood drain ability. What if that, like that, is taking away an ability slot, but the benefits to it once it's leveled up could completely outweigh like a, just another active ability. You know, mm -hmm. so that's where I think it comes in with how you how you play. It's a play style, a play style thing. Um, you know, and and maybe this even uh, plays into the uh, online aspect, and you know, playing with a friend or playing with a team and everything, or building a team. It's like, do you spec your hand out with a bunch of passive abilities that buff and debuff and buff and debuff your team, or you, while they do all the slaughtering, or or you help out or something, or do you do you build it with, um, you know, more active abilities? Like it's all, I think, a matter of play style, and that's where the um. The, the kind of limitless possibilities of building out your character are uh, are limitless essentially you, like there's no there's no um you know having a whirlwind barbarian build or a frost sorceress build like you can in Diablo you, you know? just gave me an idea I wonder will you be able to save hands so oh. if you build out a hand, or a, mm -hmm. a, you know a hand that you use for solo play could you like have that saved 
and then have another hand specifically for like co-op where you're the tank or the healer or you know some kind of role like that and have like three or four hands saved so instead of switching cards out at the fly you could just press a press something in the inventory and just swap your entire, your hand. entire build mm -hmm. yeah oh, that'd be cool yeah i can't imagine why they wouldn't include that that's awesome that's yeah that'd be that'd be awesome because you can go you could ooh, especially if you want to switch it up like mid battle or something you know you you are a more active <clears> player and then you go into a passive role and then you just click and then you change out your hand or i wouldn't mind Holy a really cool card shuffle animation either using 78 card decks Using um, there, 78 card deck, a standard tarot deck. There are according says, to Google, yeah. there are according to Google for a three card hand, 456,456 different combinations. Jesus yeah. Christ. That's for well, I have three. to keep in mind that this is just for the cards. We don't know if the tarot decks are going to have 78 cards themselves. They may have more since cards are going to yeah. be added. Um, oh, yeah. I the think the idea... Yeah, the idea is, and I think, is to have 78 for, like, the third age when it's public. Right, Each right. Each deck will have 78 cards, then it's almost guaranteed that's going to go up. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no but doubt. on top With of that, ages. there's also the talents, which increase the yeah. variation even further. So it gets a crazy amount. It's impossible to establish a meta out your, of that. Your exsanguinate and my exsanguinate could be the complete opposite of each other. Right. Yeah. And I think that's right. really cool. That's the really cool thing. Like there it's it's uh it's limitless. It's endless almost there. And plus like, you know, player variety and everything will determine how like my mist form is opposed to Xan or how my werebat form is opposed to, you know, you Mike. Like that's that's and cool. You're just comparing it with the one class. Yeah. Seven I think about all the other ones. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> like how can your lich play compared to my lich? Then know? it really does come down to the player. It's got absolutely nothing to do with skills. That it comes down to the player. Wow. And Wyvern uh, Timber mentioned something interesting here. Uh, this combination was just four classes. They have three card slots available. Every class is going to have different amounts of slots available to assign cards. So the vampire. Mm -hmm. In the example that was given to us, has seven slots. He can assign seven the middle. cards. Right. Mm -hmm. The lich is the class that has the most slots as a magician. Yeah. Uh, we're not sure how the tarot do uh, deck interacts with the spell system. Mm. Then it's hinted them at being different. Uh, but in any case, some classes also have less slots, like the revenant, and that'll be. And if you look Something at the cards as well on the screen there, while like the art and the name are placeholders, you'll notice there's cards with red, there's cards with blue, yeah, there's cards with green. Mm -hmm. I just noticed that. You'd say, so. you, you know what that means, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, each, uh, each color of the card uh, represents um, its, the trinary, its arc system. trinary archetype system. Yeah, so you have a lot of, a lot of magic for the vampire here in this particular example. Um, and then, you know, you got one for essential right there or two, I think. And, uh, then you got, um, some physical for red and, and like, um, I know the arts placeholder, but it's still really nice, nice, pretty sweet art that indicates, um, what it is and, and something something for the lore nerds and what i know that'll finally drive varic either it'll settle his mind or drive him even more demented uh zan i pointed out to them last night in the after party look at the back of the card where it says exit uh, uh, exit 
Yeah, was that? on the very on the very left of our screen there. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. You mean the pyramid on the pyramid? They were trying to work out about the octahedron and such. Oh, I see what you mean. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that should give away more than it realizes. Yeah. So it turns out. See, I believe I can't remember. Did we? If we theorized that, if did we theorize that on one of our, on one of these episodes, Mike? I can't remember. Uh, we, we've loosely talked about it, but we're going to get Varric and Zan in one of the days and just go hell for leather into the the deep lore, not the basic lore of like oh Malorum and and Dead House and its its machinations and it, but the greater lore of the gods and how the universe is made up yeah. and whatnot, which yeah. uh, Varric. Again, coin toss and whether he's either gone completely mad or he's completely figured out what Dennis and Jack are up to. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the tarot thing is super like all I'm thinking of now is like animations and how they could somehow be really cheeky and implement card stuff like physical, actual card stuff in game, you know, like like um, as maybe for the first time that you switch your deck. Um, in real time, like um, you see the vampire like pull out another card deck and like it disappears like in a magical way. And that's how like like to indicate how you switched your skills mm. rather than just doing it. You know, I'm just thinking of all that kind of nerdy stuff because like I like that kind of stuff. But, but it's 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 just it's unique. It's really unique. And I really can't think of anything else that kind of does it this way specifically. Mm. That's what I was saying before, like when people were asking me, I was like, the game doesn't play the way you think it does. They're like, oh, well, I'm going to build this type of character and I'm going to run this skill tree. And I'm like, it, it, it doesn't work like that. It's like, but we couldn't say anything. And I've, I've, I've messaged San privately going, they're saying this, that, and the other, and they're all wrong. They're all so wrong. <laughs> but now we can talk about it. And it's like, yeah, this is like nothing I've seen in a game before. I've seen games use similar concepts whereby they'd either have multiple talent trees or maybe their abilities are like tied to carrots and stuff like that. But I've never seen this. Nothing close to this. Yeah, never. <clears throat> and Working I can... with Apocalypse uh, has its advantages and restrictions. One of the restrictions yeah. is that we, we can't talk about stuff that we get to see. Literally, hands bound, mouth tied. You can't talk about the dang thing. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys are. It's a it's a bit of a double edged sword um, for you guys, <laughs> like mm -hmm. having that info. Um, it's it makes me wonder, like. Dead House Sonata isn't a card game, but would you guys like to see a card game version of Dead House? Like, as a, as a one-off. As a one-off. As a one-off thing, it would be a really cool thing to have, but um, I played Magic for years, and I cursed the damn thing, and no. Mm. But I know card games massive. Like, loads of people are all into their different varying types, so... Yeah, Dead House Gwent when... <laughs> I don't have any particular desire to play a card game based on Dead House, but at the same time, if it's, if it, if it is really good, if it is smart, if it is balanced, if it's just fun, then it doesn't really matter. Everything that is fun is is worth playing, you know. Yeah. But now yeah. Zan and myself have talked before. Now a tabletop RPG. Oh, there, I'm totally yeah. down for a tabletop <laughs> RPG. Yeah. Yeah, I would like that yeah. too. <laughs> That's a different story. A table. See, now that we have more on this on this card system, a tabletop RPG with this card system would be an awesome friggin' system. 
Um, mm-hmm. There's other. There's one. Yeah, because I can't the remember box, the, system. the box will come in like three crates. To make sure oh, you have totally. all the car. Make sure you have all the cards. It'll take a week to sort out the decks and deal them. Oh lord, it would hurt. It would hurt, but it'd be so. It'd be worth it. It'd be so worth it. Like imagine, uh, man. There's there's a tabletop system that uses cards as as a as a system. It uses like cards and coins. Um, that'd be. It's just it's just making me think of how a dead house tabletop could be and how these cards are being implemented, and like how would because we have these cards for abilities, how would um, you use them to like what would you guys how would you level up like well because we don't know what any of the other passive or active uh, skills are within these abilities, um, how would you guys what would you what would your build be like what would your hand look like? Like if we used, you know, this this example here for the vampire, um, and you know, theorizing of what the uh, abilities are, like exsanguinate and um, stuff like that. What would you well, guys? Once you I'm finished in? playing with all the abilities, because like a child, I'd have to play with everyone, like the werebat and all, to, you know, play with the new toys, so to speak. Uh, once I'd that done, uh, everything would be just brute forcing it. So dance macabre. Um, exsanguinate anything that kind of is a hammer rush forward with uh, tanky, more tanky. Like, I don't care about having to do the highest amount of damage, I just want to do fast damage and tank. That's okay. kind of my play style for most things to brute force anything when you're going for RPG style. Even in Warframe, I use ones like using Rhino and Frost and shield myself up and just wail into everything. I don't care about getting the highest damage numbers, but I always kind of Un- unintentionally fall into that tanky DPS role. Yeah. What about you, Zan? Mike is I'm. Ever since I found out that you could specialize your characters uh, in ways that were different than their their main attribute, so you could get a revenant that is specializing in the physical and just focus him entirely on on magic and essence. I decided that I wanted to, to make characters uh, that actually focused on the opposites of what they are. So if I were to take a Revenant, I'll make him essential. If I were to take a, a ghoul, I'll make him magical. Uh, so I will try to do something akin to that. Now, for the vampire, that's a, that's tougher because the vampire sits right in the middle of the trinary archetype. Hey, Shiny. Um, so I'm not really sure. I, I think I'll just I'll use a little bit of everything for him specifically. Just mm-hmm. out of curiosity, Zan, are you still rolling Lich? <laughs> yeah, mainly I'm going to start playing with the Lich once the first stage comes in. That's something I'm interested in seeing, especially with the Lich, because and how we know uh, that at least Dennis dropped, I think, that, that the Lich has the most uh, cards in his hand for his deck, right? Yeah. Or the Vampire right now yeah. in this in this uh, early version um, has seven. Um, yeah. So the Lich has, like, I wonder how much the Lich has, like 13, 10? What? And are they all, are they all going to be, you know, a giant mix of, of passive and active? Are they all going to be crazy spells? And that's where the you know customization thing comes in. Like, like can you build a just pure, wreaking havoc magic, you know, murder everything in like one hit, super buff ability lich, um, for that like hand? It's 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 insane. All that's what I'm really curious as to as to how it goes because if you're going to play this game well and you're going to team up with people, you're going to have to also know what their abilities are. So you're going to need to know your your multiplayer is the same 
as yourself almost and decking yourselves out accordingly because if you've got a team of six and you were appropriate you were all at the appropriate level the skill level now i don't mean level in the game skill level of playing if you're fairly good and everyone else is fairly good and on the ball and you can coordinate you will wreck this game i'd imagine like just judging by how like things go in diablo and warframe you will blast through things oh definitely Oh, definitely. Um, a pure passive lich that doesn't do anything until an enemy dies, and then all sort of effects trigger. That would be cool. Possibly. Oh, Scara, he wasn't. That's what I got a giggle out of. <laughs> he says, I think Cyan might have been dead on with the spell system combi. No, I've been watching the Discord for about, what, um, how long has it been, Sad? About a month and a bit now? Hmm. Everyone's oh, discussed nice. it. It's like, no. Because no. <laughs> like and, Zan, uh, Zan and me found out. I think it was the same time. I can't remember who found out first though. But we we found out like with that the same day, and we just was like, we need to talk because I really need to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we fun. can't talk to anyone else, you know. Uh, and you guys mentioned passives, and it may be possible that some of the cards are going to be passive abilities. Sure, sure. But I'm thinking that since they are assigned to buttons, every skill is going to be some kind of active. And then the yeah. talents themselves within uh, are going to be passive abilities that just modified further. Mm -hmm. Like think, like if you think about it, it's going to work in a very strange way. Because right there, we've got like where bat. Yeah. When you hit that button, that's a new toolbar. So you transform, but your bat, your beast form now has new abilities. That's a very yeah. good point. So how that does is, yeah. that even go? Are they just standard ones? When you level up your werebat one, will you gain new ones? How will that work again? Let's say you're a vampire that almost never stays in vampire form. You jump from mist to bat to wolf to draco litcher. Mm -hmm. <laughs> whatever, whatever else they come up with, like it'll be nuts. Yeah, you, and even further, do the cards themselves change? the way they work if you change state if you go into the magical if you go into ethereal state do the cards themselves stay the same oh that's it i just realized i'm going to be very disappointed if your card doesn't get like gilded once it's been maxed out hmm. oh yeah so like, like, a cool, like, like a cool effect or something yeah just it. have like a like a border on it or something to be like it's gilded yeah. because this is maxed you have yeah. now maxed this card, so you don't need to worry about like leveling that one. Just so that at a quick glance, you can tell max level cards or full cards. Because I don't think, I don't think it'll be possible to completely max out a talent tree on a card. I think you'll have to make choices, like in one direction yeah. or another. But once the card is maxed out, to how many points can be put into it? It should get like a little border or something, just so that when you're flicking through your deck, you can just quickly tell at a glance. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, perhaps cool. it can have different grades as you keep leveling it up. It goes yeah. up by levels and changes its its borderline, its outline. And yeah. there you go as a custom cosmetic option. You can choose to have different borders around it or anything like that for when it's max level. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mm -hmm. mind um, having like the uh, color, the the we the color um, change either. Like, let's say it's a physic. You know, it's a physical card. Um, it's in your, it's in your, um, physical, it's like a physical state card, but when it's maxed out, like the, the border or like, there's a weird shimmer to it of, um, of it being maxed out. Like, like 
Purple, right now on the Discord, for people who have uh, the Malleus Odium Founders Pack, which you can get on deadhousesonata.com slash store. Um, I think that URL is right. Um, uh, the, the color is purple. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing purple play into the customization process of like mm. cards and like it being max, you know, it being like a kingly level card because purple is the color of kings, stuff like that. It also makes me wonder going back to um, like, let's say you switch Werebat form. I think uh, Scara or someone was trying to ask uh, last night on the after party, like if you have Dance Macabre and that's a physical ability um, where you can like dash and combo and, and stuff like that, right? When you're in Werebat or Werewolf form, can you still use that ability? No. No. Um, it's gone, right? Because you're not yeah. in your regular. Yeah. So, form. like, if you, you change to Werebat form, a new little toolbar will appear. Yeah. With your new abilities that will only be usable in Werebat form. Yeah. So you can entirely. Oh, it was, wi it was Wyvern skills Tamer. Skills on top apparently. of skills. Oh, it was Wyvern Tamer. So you mm -hmm. get skills on top of skills on top of skills, or talents on top of talents. Like that. Just and then see, and I, th um, and then you're you're right about that that question, Mike. Like, what if? Can you customize your Werebat skills further than they are already? You know, like, like does your Werebat get its own little hand of cards to customize when you're yeah, in that as, form? As you I'd were be. given an example there, I'm just going to quickly pull this up because mm -hmm. you wanted to give a comparison to like other systems. Yeah, let's systems, do it. So, so it's like it's like another system. Of, it's like Diablo 2. So with Diablo 2, you have, you know, for, for a druid, character at least you have um you know your beast form and then when you're when you're using your beast form you can you know um uh change into like a beast faster you know you have stronger attacks you can leap um stuff like that or you can do pure elemental magic and transformations so you have your skill here and then you have your tree for uh your druid here um will there be branching trees for these trees within trees for like your skills you know what i mean yeah like that'd be really interesting to see if you are in like your beast form or your bat form for um your vampire you have your like customized skill tree within there and then um you you pick like you know for your bat form let's say you pick flight right um once you pick flight it goes into another branch of um dive bomb attacks or uh, uh picking people up or like slamming down on the ground and stuff like that for your wear bat like we'll we'll yep just Will the will the tree keep expanding, you know, out into the infinite? <laughs> oh no, it'll all stay within the little graph of the card thing. Yeah. But like the other example being as well, like in here, just the example of like from Diablo, like this is your druid skills. You've got three trees to work from. You've got elemental, shape shifting, and summoning. That's all gone for Deadhouse. It's going to be a case of you now have 78 skill trees or talent trees, you know? And I, I think that idea is just wild. Like it's the concept blows my mind, not in the fact of, oh my God, like that this is an, an ingenious thing. It is, but like I can comprehend about that. But the idea of now, how am I going to approach this? There's so many options. And I think the idea of Apocalypse was, 
as Dennis described it, you know, I love the discovery stage of a game. I hate metagaming. Like when you get to max level, level 50 or whatever, and like I've done all the things, I have all the talents, there's nothing left to do. In this, like he says, the only option you have, oh, well, I better look up on the internet and see what the min-max build is for metagaming, otherwise I can't do the raids and stuff. This just throws all that in the bin. Like how someone's going to do it i know someone's going to do it just because we mentioned it someone's going to do it they're going to do a video of which is the best but to actively research that that's going to be insane yeah because i don't think there is an active best like so far there's not a you can't like i don't think you'll be able to have a, a specific build for said thing with mm. how this works you know, um, I don't, there's not going to be, I don't think, uh, like, a, a blood, like a blood magic vampire or a blood magic, like lich build or something. There's not going to be a beast form only, um, vampire build. Like, I think it'll, it'll be, it's too expansive for that. Mm. Personally. I just, I just, every oh, I time see. I keep looking, I keep coming up with new ones. Cause it's like enthrall. Right, so yeah, you get like an idea of what that skill is. Where does that expand out? Is it the only thing I can think of is time duration and more people? But there's yeah. got I know there's got to be more than that to it. Yeah. So definitely. there's going to be lots of people who are going to try and find matas matas to use, and uh, but it's going to be very hard, difficult to follow them because since the cards are found not only through loot but also through exploration, completing quests and challenges and secrets, everyone's going to have a different deck and they're not going to be able to copy each copy, other all the, yeah. all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So everyone's going to have to find out each of, of their own ways of doing things. And that's, that's cool. And that's better than most systems, really. Uh, everyone's going to be different to some extent. And uh, the cards themselves, it's not like they're all different ways of doing the same things. So you can pretty much choose what you prefer, what is your preferred style, and just go with it. Uh, the best is is very subjective here. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of that's what makes it really <clears throat> tricky. That's what makes it really tricky to uh, almost like talk about and and uh, and and um, strategize with it because it's so different and it's so like and it's so unique. You know, like I'm my brain is I'm, exploding. My brain is I'm exploding calling, right now. I'm calling it now. I'm waiting for the YouTube video of the single card boss run. Oh, oh, you know I'm gonna make it, right? <laughs> now that you said it, I gotta make it. I gotta A do cardless card. boss run. Cardless oh. boss run. Oh man, no abilities boss run. Do it. Just <laughs> so by... we got the screen over over here with all the yeah. the cards showing up. It's 15 cards that we have available here. Yeah, uh, let's go over them. Yeah. yeah, from the top left to the bottom right, we have platform. Yeah, blur. Yep, blood moon platform. So that's a variant of the regular platform. Yep. Children of the night, mm -hmm. dance macabre, demon, yep. which I think is just a placeholder. I, I don't really oh, see the, how this. The, I think oh, the yeah, name. Totally. I think the names are just placeholder. I know the art is because um, when this was being done up, uh, they had to change out. So if you see like some of the newer art there, like for example, uh, Zorin and the dragon and stuff like that, there was real art there and it had to be replaced out just so, you know, there's no spoilers because yeah, it's meant to be showing off I'm the sure. system. 
Yeah. So yeah, we're well, gonna get the cool. reveal of those those cards <laughs> at the end of this month, right? Faceless. Uh, yes. There will be some, but not not all of them. Uh, you're going to be coming on for a little bit of that as well, I think. That's good. I, I so, about something. Mm -hmm. Sorry, uh, I just thought about something. What if, rather than art, uh, I know that this would be really neat. If um, each card, uh, when you when you're like hovering over it, or um, you know you have it selected or something, has an animation of what the ability is, and awesome. like. Or like in Warframe, you hover over it and a little window appears and it shows yeah, you what the ability. Yeah, something like that. Something well, like that. That'd Dennis cool. also did mention to be kind of lore bur blurbs per card, right? Mm. Yeah. That yeah, each I'm, card has its own story what, to it. That's what I'm dying for. Um, and not just the card. Could it be that the talents themselves, the skills inside the cards, have their own lore blurbs? That would be just crazy. That would be a <laughs> lot of lore. That'd be so like much lore blurbs. We, we, blurbs. We, we interrupted that as well. Continue. So yes, Demon, sorry, then I was, was going to keep citing the, the mm -hmm. names of the cards. So Demon was the last one we said. Yeah. And there's Dragon Skin, Enthrall, Exsanguinate, Masquerade, Mistform, Path of the Blade. And then the last three we can't see on this image here. So uh, we don't know them. Hold on. Uh, can I fix that? Oh, no, no they're, they're cut off on the stream. They yeah. weren't showing up. Oh, they weren't showing up. <laughs> no. I was just wondering what crap. Is that my imaging or no? Yeah. Hats, hats off to Wyvertaber, by the way, for that screen grab. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, thanks. <laughs> um, dragon skin sounds awesome. <laughs> dragon well, skin sounds like an awesome planetary. Yeah, yeah. Like, but just... Oh man, imagine that. Imagine um you you throw on dragon skin and it's like, you know, a, a body shield, but it actually kind of transforms you and makes you look like a dragon. Mm -hmm. How rad would that be? Again, you know? leveling it up. Yeah, yeah. And then you level up and then maybe dragon skin turns into dragon form. Because there's on. there is pre precursors to this. If you take a look at Elder Scrolls Online, when you do that, your body does get covered with stuff. When you do Warframe abilities, ones that like give you layers of armor, they actually physically coat you in things and all like that. So I don't see why not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'd be neat. And we're talking about the colors of the cards here, and there are some interesting interesting considerations to be made here. Uh, we know that transformations in general are associated to the essential realm because that's the description of the essence. <clears throat> so I always figured that bad forms, transformations will be associated to essence, but instead here, at least, they are marked as magical. I'm not sure if this is because the color is associated to the cost, like mm. costing mana instead that's of That's what I would have assumed. I could be wrong, right. but that's what I assumed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I, I remember... Um, in Blood Omen 1, when you're in your wolf form or your mist form, it drains from your mana pool. So maybe yeah. it's, um, even though transformations and stuff like that are tied to the essential realm, um, possibly uh, it just might be a different form of magic or a different form of, maybe it'll even leech, leech a little bit from both. Like its main draw is from mana, but it costs like a can fraction you, of essential. Then self-delete by using abilities? Yeah, maybe. Do you There's need to constantly be aware of that? Hmm. That'd be a lot to take in for gameplay. Never, I never thought about that. Because, like, everything costs, so... Mm-hmm. 
might be just that if you are very close to, if you don't have enough of whatever pool is necessary to activate an ability, mm -hmm. it might just not let you do it. No, but that starts playing into the whole, like, you know, you've got to be very careful as a vampire, because if you start using a lot of physical abilities, but you take a lot of physical damage, you know, yeah. <laughs> you need to be draining yeah. blood ritualistically. <laughs> I mean that's that is what they do. That would be that'd be a, like it's almost like adding a weird survival mechanic during combat during gameplay. Um, and I like with that. your abilities, I kind of dig it. Like I uh, like the idea. I'm going to pardon the pun. Suck at it. Uh, yeah. Oh no! Don't definitely. <laughs> I'm gonna ignore my health bar the entire time. Like, <laughs> like imagine you you have no more mana. Your mana pool is drained completely, right? But you still want to turn into bat form. So in order to do that, you need to sacrifice some essential from your essential pool um, to turn it to bad form. Here's you know? the question, guys. If you're a vampire, how do you refill your essential and magical pools? Hmm, I I don't wanna I don't wanna keep throwing it back to Blood Omen, but there are ghosts. <laughs> There are ghosts that you can drain. That's and what your, but that's what I'm, your I'm wondering. Game. Like, surely there is some, there's something. Like yeah, everything I, will need ways to drain all three. Yeah, maybe, um, yeah. maybe to recharge your mana, you have to do some blood magic and sacrifice some like physical health to get better at magic or to to re. You know what I mean? To to refill your mana bar. You have to sacrifice some health from some physical for your magic. Well, what happens if you already lost all your health and you were forced into deteriorate state? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how do we come back from being banished from certain states? Mm -hmm. Like, you can. We just yeah. don't know how. Yet. Mm. Yet. Rebecca2012 uh, asked a question here. Is it possible that after changing form, it drains mana over time? Yes, I find that it's likely. Oh, that's mm -hmm. almost guaranteed. Unless there's some oh, other new cool system that we don't know about, that's the most likely one. Yeah. To invoke Soul Reaver, the Reaver could force you. Yeah. So if you get forced into like a different state on the Trinary Arc system, how would you return though if it's not voluntary? For example, you're back into essential form. We'll we'll just use the vampire because it's the easiest one without having to make it uh, technical. Okay, so you get your butt whipped, physicals gone. Uh, you get drained, magic's gone. You're now in essential state and you're possessing a chair leg. Like, <laughs> how how do you like get your magic back? Or like, you know, does the does the chair hobble outside and start draining someone's blood? Like, what? oh my god, that'd be a bad. Like, you visit, you become a physical stake. Like, the chair like breaks off and you stab <laughs> someone in the heart, and then you get some health back or something. Help like, from a lich uh, teammate would probably make it quicker. No, I will not rely on the damn lich for any help. <laughs> it's a it's a spite issue at that point. It's bizarre to think of gameplay in a contained form, like like yeah. possessing an armchair. Sure, uh, we probably won't be doing that, but let's say a weapon. Still, what's the weapon gonna do? Start it's it's gonna start floating and and hitting people. Yeah, that it might be, be a thing. But, 
I'm getting some weird that, evil game thing. vibes of like yeah, that's you know, a thing like, like boom, some, boom, in boom, some boom. stuff like the weapon flies around and talks and everything like like Excal- like a singing sword Excalibur you know like possessing its own will. Bishop, so, I'll Stormbringer. remember that faceless Mike. You chose your team. Mm. <laughs> a vampire potions, maybe... potions might be a thing. Potions, yeah, items. We, yeah, we, on top of the skill system and the spell system, which is associated somehow. We may also have items that can help us out. But how oh, can there... you take a potion if you are in a tier form or inside an object? And if you get tossed out of physical and out of magical form and you're in essential form, do you lose the physical items you're carrying for that mission? I think that will be a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. No, but I mean punishing. just potions and stuff, not weapons and armor, but like potions oh. and whatnot. Definitely in hardcore mode, I'd imagine. But mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, Dennis seems to have some interesting ideas for hardcore. But uh, if we can change our build, our skill build, our tarot cards uh, on the fly, then I don't don't think that we would be losing items if dying like this, just for switching from physical to to material. Now I don't think so. Yeah. But mm. back, that's back to what Zan said. You know, how do you drink a potion in essential form? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you probably just once you you recover your physical form in whatever way you can do that, then I imagine the items just become available to you naturally. Like your body reconstitutes itself in its entirety, the equipment you were having, uh, you were wearing, and the items you were carrying. There might be, um, you know, strategic like fonts or something if you're an essential that you know, like uh, like health stations or whatever. Um, only, only for like uh, spiritual recharging or something, you know. Like right. um, when you switch uh, in, forms, you could see those things, right? Yeah, something like that. Like you see them, or like there's you know a statue of an elder god, and you go into its line of sight or its vision or something, and it heals you or whatever. I just thought of the idea. What if, like, let's say you're in a town, you're you're fighting, you get badly injured and you're put into essential form what if you have to possess one of the enemy soldiers and they're like crippled over in a weakened state for a few minutes which is what's letting you recharge your essence and magic Mm. by draining them and as long as they don't get killed you can recharge somehow yeah that'd be neat kind of like the undead version of being downed in a video game you know where you're bleeding out but you can recover doing that only it's your soul possessing the body of a weakened (laughs) enemy that'd be that'd be really interesting liches i think that'll be that sounds like a pure like lich mechanic also but um for vampires that might be a thing too you're in you know you're in an artifact or and then Maybe some like maybe you're in like a like you're a vampire and you're possessing like a golden cup or something, and then someone picks up that cup and starts drinking from it, and then you possess their body or whatever. And it's it's a billion ways to take this, a billion ways to do things. Yeah, and and on that example, that very good example, Entral will probably very, be very useful as that's an ability focused on essence. It could be more powerful on the essential, the contained state. That you can bring people to you, hypnotize them, yeah, make them do your yeah. bidding. What if that that might be another thing? Like when you're in whatever state, you can't use other abilities from other states. I would imagine, right? Yeah. Well, so, yeah. logically, but then again, logically this doesn't follow logic. But we'll go with yeah. it for now. So let's, <laughs> that's a good example. That's probably that's probably spot on, Zan. Like your your um, the only state you have available to you right now is essential. So you throw out enthrall with some last 
bitch, like like uh, ditch effort, and um, then you possess somebody, and then bam, there you go. That's how you're recharging, and then they like take you to somewhere, or they that's you just you just gain power from possessing them or something. Me neat. Yeah. And Bishop said here, I wish I knew what a vampire looked like in each state. Well, if every undead must have a form in each of their states, so the physical state is going to be just his body. The magical state is probably going to be a mist every time, no matter whether you have the mist form card or not. Uh, the mist form card will probably augment that form, allowing you to do more stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> or or it will allow you to freely switch between the physical and the ethereal state more easily. And the contained state, <laughs> hell if I know. Haven't seen any hint of that yet. I'm thinking what if um to use like Warcraft in his example, like when you know you're physical, you have the world around you, right? When you're dead, you go into a ghost form and you have to get your body back with all you know, you have to go back to yeah. where you to get all your items right so what if it's like that for the physical and the magical um and then essential i want to say it's maybe even what if it's uh a bird's eye view like a god view almost or maybe even um like just even a top down yeah like a top down where like that's what it that's what, how it represents like it visually or something um or it could be first person yeah, or you're a little first, you're yeah. a little floating orb that can yeah. only be seen by magic wielders. No one else can see it. Like yeah, like you are literally little green ball floating around or something. Yeah, you're like literally just the soul that's left, and you need to find something to you know get your body back or whatever, something like that. That's something Maybe. they took out of World of Warcraft that I greatly missed. There was a time in WoW that when you died, like you're you ended up at the graveyard and had to go back and get your body. But at that point, like they done it where you could just respawn. There was something cool about that because you made note of where graveyards were just in case you died and how far it would be to corpse drag, you yeah. know, especially if you were being, you were being constantly chased. I wonder will we have stuff like that. Maybe. A it's, long it's time ago, I asked Dennis, Sorry, the Calypso. Uh, no, it's between us. Uh, a long time ago, I asked Dennis about classes that played in different perspectives, like in first person or top view, and he said mm -hmm. that no, he wasn't really planned for that. But I will like if some classes have different ways of seeing the environment, uh, even if it is in, in a different perspective, when they are in, in special states, like you mentioned, being in, in the ethereal or the, the contained state at some point. Hmm. Um, Bishop, Bishop says, essential makes me want to say something in the world would bring you back, like an artifact or a statue or something. Yeah, I think that's generally like the the thought process because essential, um, from what we know, is artifacts. It's the artifact thing. Um, the white is a great example because it is literally just a soul inside of a giant constructed artifact, which is, you know, a gross Frankenstein monster. Um it is the artifact. It is the artifact. So, I think essential, like a uh, who? I think Rebecca said will o wisp also, like a will o wisp. Um, yeah. So, like, what if that? What if that is? What if your essential state is a floating ball of like will o wisp spirit, 
and it's and um and that's that's all you are and you need to get back into a statue that recharges you or respawns you or something at like half health and half magic and stuff um or you know you need to sacrifice your soul and your essential to recharge your magical to recharge your physical you know it's like it all kind of ties into a circle where you need to sacrifice one thing for another that's just my speculation but that's how i would do it anyway if i were programming this thing <laughs> yeah that's cool that's cool and one thing that the tarot deck brings forward that people have been asking for a long time ago uh People were wondering how we could respect our characters. We even had some discussions on the forum about that. <laughs> uh, the tarot deck itself already explains that you you respect it just by changing your build, and you can do it all the time. So there's really no no challenge in doing that. I believe I'll quote Dennis on this. He said, "Will you be able to respec on the fly, or reset your talent points?" And he said, "Yes, but." the system we have, I don't see why you'd want to. Mm. Now you know why. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it makes me wonder how, uh, like, for example, um, like Mistform. Um, like Mistform. So you have Mistform, whatever, and you get, all these, like, you get all these points to put into it, right? So you build it a certain way within that tree, um, maybe respecking would be if I want to respec my mist form, you know, that kind of that kind of thing. Cause I can, mm -hmm. you know, build my character however I want, whenever I want. I but see this going... that version of mist would be, you know, like, yeah. like how do I, I do see... I want a better mist form? I or, see like, this going the route of I don't want to like bad example but just given a close idea i don't see there being like respec as in respecking i see this going the way of warframe where you won't be able to reset your talent skills but you can wipe your card and start again i wouldn't mind that either i wouldn't yeah. mind getting a complete blank slate and yeah so you can just like over. reset and start it again because yeah. i wanted to go a different direction in the tree so yeah. you if you'd done that you'd have to really think do i really want to reset this card is it worth it or should i just stay the way i'm going because it works pretty well mm -hmm. well it's not too big a sacrifice the way that then is described is Cards develop themselves just like you do when leveling up your character normally playing games. When Whatever amount of experience you get in a mission, it is equally distributed in the same amount to every card. So if you get 10,000 experience, every card that you have equipped at the end of the mission, or perhaps even the cards that you use at some point, not really sure since you can swap them, uh, are going to get 10,000 experience as well. So it's not like it's too much of a detriment if you decide to wipe it clean and start over yeah okay, it won't good. be a detriment but because you'd have to level it from scratch you can't just reassign points it'll make you think no. for a few minutes you yeah, know you is, won't just be constantly redoing and checking this that or the other like it'll give yeah. you pause for thought that is something i wondered like the more you use these cards or the more you use an ability um will you level up that ability or that card so i guess the answer is yes um and I guess uh, Bishop is a Dennis, or he also mentioned that respec would also come down to how the point might be distributed or limited in some way. Um, yes, so it's all it's respecing is a it's a touchy subject because um, 
it's just, it's a build thing. It's a, it's uh there's, you know, there's a perfect way to do this and a perfect way to do that. And I don't really think there's a perfect way to spec or do anything with this, this, uh, if you have this card, deck. you have to put, put these points. In yeah. Here because like there's no this goes along with way. this other card. And if you have that card also, mm -hmm. you have to have these points because these oh, work together. Man. But then with that card, it's like, okay, keep going. I'll do all 78. I mm -hmm. do all seven mm -hmm. classes. Yeah, no, there's not going to be a perfect way to do anything. Um, By the time you've that done, there'll be a new patch or expansion, and oh, yeah. it'll all be out the window. Oh yeah, it's all just. I think it's all. It's all a matter of. It's all a matter. It comes down once again to just play style, and rather than like upgrades, it's all side grades. You know. Yeah. Definitely, I really, I really, again, I can't overstate how much I really like the idea of this, and if this is the way they're going, just using the skills. Imagine what else we've left to see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, when when is this spell system going to be described? I'm curious about that. Dennis kept hinting at it. Oh, we've been teased unmercilessly, but yet we know not. That's going to drive me bonkers. Like this this skill to this thing right here, this talent tree, this tarot deck hand thing. It's already it's already bonkers. It's already insane. It's it's already mind boggling and like super just, I can't, I can't really explain it with how I actually feel about this guys. Cause it's yep. just crazy. And, and so you're it's like, then going to have to go on, to world system on top of it. <laughs> like, oof. oof. Yeah. And then that means that when the game comes out, you'll have to go on the world anvil to see what cards you're missing. Oh yeah. Oh, and man. try to figure out how to find them. <laughs> Damn it no so common run common cards might be okay to reset and start leveling again but dennis mentioned in the forums that rarer cards could have events or other things that need to be done to unlock the rest of the card and you may not want to reset that that's kind of what i was hinting yeah. at about like the card won't just be skill points there will be like uh, do i want to redo this again because i'll have to wait until the next halloween event or you know the next summer mm -hmm. event you know things like that so it's like, yeah and to complement in what bishop said uh we don't know if the cards have a limited level so mm. do we do you guys have any picture of, of a talent tree to show um i'm not too sure let's see if i can locate when you keep talking i'll see can i grab one i believe all right keep going dan keep going in any case, uh, the talent trees really branch out considerably. So if as you, you get uh, further ahead in the branch, it becomes more and more expensive, let's say in talent points, to get that specific talent, it could be that you can only get to the tip of a branch at the very end point if you were to spend your talents only in that single branch. So you would have to try and reset your card many times over so you could g get to see every 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 little talent branch that your card has so you may, this might be the case that would be a giant pain to do a billion yeah. times <laughs> okay. yeah but at the same time it will be it will allow for a lot of exploration well i can give you the links 
the link for the thread that I made. I was I was just literally going pulling that up. Here we go, because <laughs> I knew Zan had beautifully added all of this earlier. So if you go to the link at the top there, it's deadhousenet.com forward slash forums. You'll be able to find uh, new info released on the skill system by our lovely own Golden Zan here. And basically it's got a link to the video and it runs down and it shows, this was the interface that was being used last night as an example. Whoop, I think we lost Calypso. Ah, uh, don't worry. Internet fun and tech issues. Oh, here we go. Welcome back. So, Welcome back. Um, hey. This is the thing. This is all placeholder. So anyone watching, don't don't worry about this. This is just placeholder UI. Uh, we've got here. So this would be the layout for the vampire. So you've got your deck here, and then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You can see vitality, magic, magic, vitality, vitality, magic, vitality. Then here, we there we go. Yeah, this is the skill tree for the first spell, Dance Macabre. And uh, we would assume that you get to start spending points in the inner circle. We can see that some of them have solid lines, but the one on the left there, the inner circle, has trailed lines. Not really sure what that implies, if it is the only talent that has been assigned or the only one that has not been. In any case, uh, as you keep branching out, they could, have, they could be more expensive. And it might be necessary to, at some point, reset the skills if you want to check each of those tips of the talents. So, like, there's been an example of the missed form one. So, if you go in this way, these are beautiful. Like, I know it's it's just UI stuff, but this these skill trees, the way it looks, the way the whole thing is designed, is gorgeous. Even though it's all placeholder stuff, like, props. yeah, but the idea is there. Like, that'll probably yeah. stay that shape. Yeah. It's just what the skills are for each area. You know how Dennis said about the weather effect in gameplay? Well, what about the celestial bodies? I wonder if they will affect it in any way. Oh, Jack has a lot of yes, fun with wanting I, to go that I do route. Know, I do know they're, they're planning to have a full like equinox solar system system. Solar system system. Yeah, that's that's all a thing. Weather, solar systems... Um, moon patterns, all of that is going to play into effect in the world. So here we have uh, the one for Exangony. I'm assuming this starts here. Mm -hmm. So this would be your first talent. And then there's obviously a choice here on something. Then we've got, uh, for anyone listening, it's like a circle or the majority of a circle. And then on what would be... What do you call that? The seven o'clock, if that's yeah. circle is o'clock, about seven yeah. o'clock. It branches straight off to a point where there's a T junction with two options again. But then on the right hand side, which would be three o'clock, it's a, a rather odd swirl shape again. So this would go down into sub talents, which obviously boost, let's say, because it's like sanguine, I would say, let's say this is drain. 25% uh, more blood, 50% more blood, 75% more blood, something like that. And then this obviously then goes off here, which has some kind of choice negated to it also. So like 
I don't think you'll be able to get all of these. I think, like, oh, for no example, way. here, you have to make a choice here. This side, you have to make either this or this. Over here, then, this seems like this goes down where it has to go either one way or the other because there's two arrows pointing here. You get me? So I think the system is rigged so that you can never get a full deck or, you know, max out one particular card. Yeah. Like, for yeah. example, here, maybe you will only ever get enough points to fill out two of these three circles. Yeah, maybe even less, depending on, you know, yeah. mix and match, you know? And uh, then this one, what one was this one? Dance Macabre? No idea. That's Dance pure Ma well, yeah. Dance Macabre is pure physical. If Dance Macabre is a pure physical thing, I would imagine all the skills attributed to this card, um, all the talents attributed to this card, um, would be you know uh you have a dash move that's already been confirmed that you have like a dash and then you can you know dash to more enemies and rather than just it starts off like one then two then three then like five probably there might be um uh dennis also mentioned that like the skills or that one one card might be um multiple it'll have multiple things in it so mm -hmm. dance macabre might have um an ability for the axes for like uh the, the spin to win with havoc and malice might be in dance macabre um you know that might also be attributed to like a strong like slamming attacks or i just noticed this uh, one has a moon in the corner so maybe there's stuff we're not mm -hmm. seeing here because if you maybe. look closely there's actually faint detail in the background maybe maybe these these only trigger at night and they're different during the day yeah, that might be a thing that that is going to be a play a played in thing for vampires is that they are weaker during daylight and stronger at night. So that might even you know you can't use these uh, certain abilities during the day, and you can use these abilities during the night and they're stronger. Mm -hmm. How cool yeah. would that be? This reflects well with his natural uh, inclinations, his natural flaws, and I think it makes sense that some of his cards also have the same flaws. And it could even be speaking of the weather and solar system simulation it could even be that you can only unlock some of the talents that even only show up within certain conditions yeah exactly some things can only happen at night or you know similar this to is that. something that rebecca 2012 pointed out thank you rebecca yeah. it's true yeah. Jack has a lot of ideas and uh, and funny general with this world building. I agree. Yeah. I miss Jack on the streams. Yeah, <laughs> me too. We gotta get I'm him on here back. one of the days. He says he'll he says he'll jump on. So get it, I have to get you and him on now one of the That'll weeks. Cool. And when we get it, when we get a day, because Jack said he'd quite happily come on. We just need to make sure we get a day when he's not as busy. Mm -hmm. That's nice. So be good. We get so, some fun little tease out of the lore there. <laughs> yeah, lots of teases, lots of info. I but still, there, I really just love to bring that up. This the way this is going to work apparently is like you've got these three balls. Their sizes are not indicative of anything because this is placeholder art. But the idea is going to be that like they will move. So now you're in a physical state. The red ball is here. If you change to a magical state, they'll kind of rotate round, and it'll be the blue ball up here, and that'll be the larger one. But they will be larger or smaller for each character depending on. You know what what way they they break up but for the vampire they're all the same size it's just depth perception mm -hmm. <laughs> that makes yeah these i look believe like it's supposed different. to be animated it's supposed to be yeah. the, the ui for those of us listening um for those of you listening on spotify or, or uh, other audio formats um 
the uh, the UI for each class will be different or user interface. Mm -hmm. So the HUD will be different for each class. The vampire right now is using a placeholder version of uh, the red lady, which is in the I was just going to say, God. right there. Yeah, yeah, the red lady, which is like the god that they worship. Um, and it's supposed to be an animated GUI. So she has these three spherical balls, one each representing the physical, magical, and essential states. And it's supposed to be constantly like rotating and moving around almost like... Um, like a, like the rotation of a solar system or something only mm -hmm. um, within her. And she's supposed to assume different positions and forms when holding one. I do believe when um, you're in like a main state, like the physical right now, it'll always be this, but the yeah. other balls will be rotating. And then when you, you know, yeah. when you're in mist form, it'll assume to her being in mist form. And then when you're in your essential form, um, it's going to be the essential pose, but everything else will still be animated and rotating and stuff like that. It'll be really neat. And uh, each class is supposed to have a different one. What the other ones are supposed to be for each class, we do not know. Um, we just do know that uh, the vampire right now is using a um, early version of their god, yeah. the Red Lady, as their UI. And just to clarify, because I said it on the stream last night, but after looking at the comments in Discord last night and this morning, let me reiterate. This is a test build. This is a dev box. This is like a little combat room, you know, where they get to test out the UI. This is from a really old version. This is not the game. Not only is it a dev, like a dev mode for a combat room, just to throw in some bots to show off the skill system. This isn't even anywhere close to the way it's currently working. Because I've seen someone asking, uh, it's going, oh no, but if that's the new one, the FPS is terrible. And it's like, this is an old build from the old version. They're, they're not going to show the new stuff on screen yet for a bit. So yeah. just, to, just to clarify for anyone in that, because I don't want to name names from the Discord, this is, and that's why, they're, they're, this, ha this was textured, by the way. It was specifically untextured and made blank so people wouldn't confuse this with gameplay. Yeah. Like, because this is an old build. This is from before the new art style was brought in. Yeah, for anyone listening or watching this later or stumbling across, you know, the official Dead House stream from yesterday with the skill trees, you can go back and watch it. It's it's safe to say anything you see gameplay-wise or footage-wise or animations, anything like that, art, etc., all of it is placeholder, all of it um is is just there to be an example. Like yeah. just just there to have an example for the devs to look at and stuff like that. Nothing is final. Sure. There the final will version be, will be when the game is actually released in third yeah. or fourth age. That's there will final. be like gameplay reveals down the line, but you'll know when there's a gameplay reveal. It won't be someone accidentally showing something in a dev build or something that's mm -hmm. leaked online or anything. You will know because uh, the team at Apocalypse has told like myself and Zan and all, they know a timeline of what way they're working things. And they will be adhering to it. And when they are going, it's like, okay, we're going to show everyone gameplay. You'll all know there's gameplay. You mm -hmm. will all see the gameplay. It's like, right, everyone, check out the game. Here it is. There'll be no like, oh, well, I'm going to show you a test build or something. No, here it is. Boom, right mm -hmm. in your face. You know, so there's no fear of that. And yeah. can I just say, I love the layout of the tarot system. Oh, no, I, I think it's great. Things. I think it's great. Um, it's I do like that. Uh, it it's it's actually like a like a pick your card any card kind of layout. You know, <laughs> it's pretty sweet because death wonder, is 
a car dealer. <laughs> yep. I wonder, will that be uh, another customization option, you know, for the item shop where you can like change that background? Maybe have mm. like other weird, creepy backgrounds that you can get. Oh, yeah, maybe. I know people pay money for that because it's another mm -hmm. thing that's a nice little customization option that doesn't wreck the game. I wouldn't mind um, having like this layout that we see right here where it's laid out like, you know, um, like poker and everything. Um, mm. I wouldn't mind having that be switchable either. Like rather than it having come from the top going downward, it's from the down going upward instead, mm. or maybe even folded on top of each other. Um, oh, or sideways yeah. and stuff like that. there's a billion different ways you could like you know have custom like layouts or ui and stuff it'd be, it'd be sweet to see if you really need to i'm see calling it. it now when the plague's over and everyone can go back to conventions i'm waiting for someone dressed as a vampire holding a deck of tarot cards in their hand oh dude First dead house cosplay yeah you just gave me an idea you just gave me an idea <laughs> there's gonna be so much cosplay on dead house oh, oh no. the options Believe are it. almost oh, yeah. endless it's just with the art that we have now. I want to see the white now. Now that you've said that, Sam, I want to see so many cosplay of white. Oh, that would be hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's so why I want to see it. It's a whole uh, lot we of, might yeah, need a couple of people effort. just to get a single white. Oh, I've I've seen people like cosplay legit Warframes and spend years working on these crazy ass outfits where they look exactly like the in-game characters. So I've no doubt someone can pull it off. Spends 10 years building a Warframe cosplay, doesn't even win third place. Um, <laughs> God, that'd be terrible. Jeez. Uh, but, but with speaking all that said... Oh, just mm, one, oh. One, one, one more thing here. Uh, speaking mm. of the interface, if you check on that first image on the right there, there's a tiny statue uh, holding a orb. Oh, the image on top of that one faces. Yeah, that right. one on the right. And it's shining a little bit gold, and there's an icon that looks like a pillar casting some shadow. I have no idea what that is. Do you guys have any thoughts? That is a good spot. Way to good, good eye, Zan. That looks like I, I again. This is speculation. I have no idea because you know uh, I haven't a clue. <laughs> Legitimately, I'm not told this side of it. If I was to hazard a guess, that's an item. An item mm. that would be whatever, like you pick one currently active item, like in Blood Omen, you could only have one of the cards uh, on the use button. You could swap them out, but you could only have one active. So that, like, if one of the controls is the use button, that's the item you'll be using. Yeah, mm. that's a, a fair possibly. Fair no idea. As for this ball, no idea. It Something does have. Up, maybe? It does have a. Uh, uh, buttons underneath it it's got tab um it looks like that's all placeholder though that would worry about that, that is true that is true because it's like this side here right you've got left mouse button right bounce button q e r f yeah uh, the buttons seem to be for the first one for opening the inventory the second okay. one tab for yeah. opening the deck yeah it the, might be yeah. the options like magnifying the options glass must side. be the map yeah control mm -hmm. must be the options and the last one doesn't have a button assigned to it Special. a key assigned to it must be the mail yes oh yeah <gasps> dead house mail confirmed, dead house mail confirmed. <laughs> the mail by the way the if dead. you guys hear any bizarre sound coming from my mic it's just my victims squealing ah <laughs> <laughs> i was wondering about that but i was too polite to say anything <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um 
so in a nutshell we'll start wrapping up now but that's pretty much where where we got. i don't want to scroll down and give away other people's comments and all like that if you want to see that you need to go check out the thread yourself and you can find it right here with forward slash forum you'll be able to find it uh, because zan goes into great like zan goes into great summary detail on this about the interface, about the whole thing. It's basically, if you didn't catch the stream and don't have time to sit and watch the stream, it's the cliff notes. Yeah. <laughs> like Zan, Zan, I know I've said this a million times already, but top tier forum poster, like literally golden status with just how in depth <laughs> and, and insane your forum posts are. They're great. Like they're really great. Um, now, when we get the final, when we get the final artwork for that, I want that as a mouse map. As a desk. Oh man, that'd be mm. great too. That'd be awesome too. Of your favorite build. Yeah. 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 yeah pick a, that'd be cool. Custom, custom mouse mat of, mm -hmm. of your hand of whatever you're I'm looking at, is. I'm looking at my one on the table now. Cause I have an Oscarox one and I've got the red lady. So what you see behind me is actually what's on my desk as well. And it's like, it could be a tarot deck. <laughs> <laughs> that's phenomenal though i think that's yeah. i think there'll be a lot of cool options for both um real world items and in-game stuff for this mm -hmm. most definitely and like props to props to dead house for even though all this stuff being like placeholder they still go go all out you know what i mean like it's still Ooh. really good looking for placeholder stuff call me weird i'd be happy with that placeholder stuff oh, like, no, there. What is it? like uh, oh, yeah. path of what's that i can't path of the slain and all like that. I'll be like, yep, yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd be happy with that, man. That yeah, that's cool. rad. That's super <laughs> rad. But uh, yeah, I think with with all of that said, uh, thanks for listening and watching, guys. Um, I am Calypso once again, Faceless Mike as usual. And thank you, Golden Dan, for joining us on this uh, episode of Dead House Whispers again. It was uh, lovely having you as a guest. You can follow everyone like Golden Zan uh, on Twitter at Golden underscore Zan. You can follow Faceless Mike on Twitter, Twitch, um, and Instagram at uh, the Faceless Mike. You can follow me on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Necrolibriatas. So, and always don't forget, check out deadhousesonata.com or you can follow them on Twitter at Deadhouse Game and they're on Instagram and pretty much everywhere else. Just Google Deadhouse. Mm -hmm. You'll find it. Trust us. <laughs> You'll find it. So uh, thanks for watching and listening, guys. This has been Deadhouse Whispers. Um, and fight the living, everybody. Fight the living. Thank you, everyone. Fight the living.